Hello, Earthlings. Welcome to Intuitive Body. This is Janya Wong Sopa. I am here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships with Earth and Sky through the felt sense, strengthen the intuition, support, personal health, and nurture collective well-being. You are invited. To tap into what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am deeply grateful for your presence and your energy. So I'm gonna. Take a moment to share with you my new moon affirmation, and I am hoping that this helps all of us to move through today's session together in a harmonious way. I open myself to uncertainties. I receive the flow of abundance. I release the fear of scarcity in every form. I know my needs. I serve nature, including the body. I flow in grace, and so it is. Hmm. So we are here. We are safe. We are open, and we are in the flow together. I hope you are physically comfortable and restful. Before I share my experiences further with you, I want to acknowledge that. I understand that there are a lot of us right now that is experiencing uh, physical and emotional difficulties, and the social condition that we find ourselves in right now is not at all supportive to a huge population um, globally. So. You know anything that I share is, of course, my unique experience and the foundation for for my present experience is is my privilege, and I hope that um, what I share is serving you as opposed to being simply. Um, self-serving. I'm not here to to brag or even to to teach you anything that you cannot find in yourself. I am here to simply learn with you, and whatever is revealing itself within me, that is. My sharing, and that is the process of my learning. Please take what feels helpful to you and leave the rest. So this morning, about six a.m., I spent some time with Venus Morning Star, and often. This kind of similar experience would happen. I would feel her in my heart, and I would go do whatever I needed to do. And then, soon enough, you know, as soon as I forget that I was just having an intimate. Conversation with her, I found myself sitting down and writing on my journal. So I like to share with you what Venus has been gifting me—not、um, just 
early this morning, but um, but she has been gifting me the gift of abundance, the sense of richness and fulfillment within my physical circumstance in ways that I have never experienced before in my life. So, and I may go, you know, further into into that or simply simply share with you what I wrote in my journal earlier this morning. We'll see how much time we have. But this is what I wrote. When you are under the spell of capitalism, you operate from the perspective that working hard or appearing productive and excellent is the path to fulfilling your needs, desires, um, which lead to happiness. You are operating from the sympathetic drive. The sense of lack itself is the force of this drive to work hard and do better in order to feel better. The sympathetic journey gives, no matter how hard you work, how productive, productive to try to be and how responsible you are, you continue to feel that you don't have enough time, enough money, enough attention, enough clothes, accessory, makeups, tech tools, um, sport equipments, self-help programs, learning tool, approval, attention, and love. You are simply never enough. Turn off the engine. Stop driving on the road of not enough. Stop trying to work hard and to do better. Rest. Give your body and heart a break, sleep, do nothing except daydreaming until you fill your cup of life with enough attention inward, flood yourself with relaxation, shift from sympathetic to parasympathetic, refill your cup every day until you feel no desire for working hard and being productive. When that need to keep the engine going stop, you will begin to flow with the natural force of life as opposed to against it. You will feel abundance. You cannot win against your own nature. Sympathetic engagement needs to arise out of enough parasympathetic engagement and not the other way around. When you rest, sleep, and daydream enough, you will naturally want to create and express your energy in ways that stabilize your central nervous system and support your organs and tissues. But if you keep pushing forward from the doctrine of capitalism by spending your energy for external productivity and growth, you destroy not just your body, but also the planet. Every purchase you make and consum consumption you experience simply feed into the machine of capitalism that keep destroying your body and soul and the bodies on this planet and the souls of humanity. 
Mm, thank you, Venus, for that clarity. So since the pandemic, since the social constriction uh, began for me mid-March, I have lost all of my income through teaching yoga at a yoga studio, and I have been um, struggling with that for um, the first three months of, of the pandemic. And at that time, I wanted to not focus on on unemployment. Um, some of my uh, yoga teacher friends were um, pursuing the the unemployment, and I actually told them that no, I'm I'm not gonna put my mind in that state, and I would prefer to focus on being productive and working hard to um to find a new way to make money and to make a living and you know create or generate a new income stream. And what happened was. Um, I had to pay tax, and that was, of course, in um, April, but we had an extension until I believe it was it was August, something early August, perhaps. I don't remember exactly the date, but I waited and I waited, and um, I did my tax. And as soon as I did my task, tax, I just had this rage, uh, you know, knowing that someone like me and some people who are actually doing worse than me financially have to deal with this 30% um, tax, you know, which isn't a whole lot compared to some other countries, but those countries actually do have a much better um, social equality and social services that um, allow their citizens to to live in in health and in a better psychological state. So, you know, compare comparing that 30% tax with someone like Donald Trump who um, made so much money and you know, paid zero right, to, to little tax due to his ability to cheat and to lie and to be uh, reckless and to extract resources to um, from uh, the rest of us and you're know, able to get away with it. So I was so enraged that I'm like, you know, screw this. I'm going to work with the system that exists. And so I went ahead and applied for unemployment and I received both the unemployment and the emergency COVID um, support as well. And that turned out to be almost exactly the same as the income, monthly income I was making before the pandemic because as a yoga teacher, um, I was not making a whole lot of money. So I continue to receive the unemployment benefit and the additional, um, even though uh, less so than at the beginning, the emergency um, COVID support and I'm feeling deeply grateful for the system that is in place. You know, I'm sending a whole lot of of love and of support to to the people who are deeply um, struggling because the um, the system cannot reach um, cannot reach them. Um, I'm sending so much, mm, 
compassion to my people in Thailand who are deeply struggling against the ruling elites and who are giving their lives because speaking up against the ruling elites and against, in particular, the royal family um, is detrimental to their, um, their existence. And so deep bow to them for uh, rising up above their fear of physical death um, in order to connect to hope, to the future that is better for themselves and for their later generations. And I'm sending you know the same gratitude and the same compassion and love to um, the people here in the country I adopt as my home in America, who are fighting against hunger, fighting against homelessness. And I am asking those of us who can uh, to help in any way you can to speak up as I do, to vote, to keep the the laws and the regulations on the side of the people and less on the corporations and less on the elites, less on the rich, but rather on the majority of the people that need the most help by give giving myself long stretches of time, mostly hanging out in my backyard under this beautiful tall ash tree with zero agenda, with no need to be productive or even to be creative, but simply give myself time to, to daydream, um, to do nothing really. Um, to give myself what feels nurturing right through all of my physical senses I have been offering myself self massages I have been um, doing a lot of journaling through that doing nothing and and having so much time today dream. Um, so much naturally rises out of that, as I mentioned earlier, that when there is parasympathetic, enough parasympathetic engagement, there is a natural sympathetic activity that want to come. There is a need for, for stimulation, for productivity. And uh, for me, um, it has been showing up um, through my journaling. I have been writing a lot. I have also been offering some um, um, some friends um, body massage, body therapy. Um, I have been crocheting and making herbal oil infusions and making my kombucha and making homemade soup and cooking. So, um, you know, all these things just naturally uh, rise, rise up, rising up out of rest and relaxation and, and they rise up from a place of no agenda. So, they are organic activity. You know, I am not 
trying to inform myself what would be good, I'm actually feeling or leaning into what is already feeling good. And the miracle is that it actually works. Radical rest, radical intimacy, allowing nature and all of nature beings, including humans, but also modern human beings to support me has been working so well that for me just sitting and doing nothing in my backyard and committing to just showing up three times a month for my Patreon members, whoever can show up to the online circle and whenever possible to the very small um, physical gathering. I have saved up so much money that I am feeling, you know, for me, because of course, so much for me, maybe so tiny for you. So, um, you know, for me, I have been able to save um, enough money to the point that I feel secure that for the rest of this year, I would need zero dollars to um, keep showing up for my Patreon members and keep showing up to offer this podcast. And, you know, I am so all in for the uncertainties and and I am so curious to how this flow of abundance will carry me into the year 2020. And we will have to um, check in with each other again then. And I will be sharing with you how my material abundance manifests at that time. But to me, it's a huge miracle. And it's been happening in all kinds of ways. So it's not just Um, me receiving the unemployment and the emergency COVID um, benefits, but also um, just generosity, really. Generosity from my partner, generosity from my friends, generosity from the Patreon members. Um, So it's, it's just all the generosity that's, that's, I have been recognizing because I am in the cup half full state of mind and heart. I have been able to recognize the generosity and then realizing that I do not have to be productive in the way that is striving, in the way that is harming to my own body and to the planetary bodies. Because when you are in that half, um, a cup half full state, you have no choice but to feel the sense of lack and that sense of lack drive you to purchase things, to buy and consume things heartlessly. It does not, the things that do not actually feed your soul, it may feed your body at the brief moment that you consume it, but it does not have a long lasting nourishment to the soul and to the soul of humanity. 
So our sense of abundance and our sense of worthiness and seeing true worth and true values in all、um, beings, it really come from having enough time to be with ourselves. Intimately, and to not be so caught up in in capitalism, in the way of the world that keep pulling our attention outward, and this time is really the time that we use to reclaim our intuition, and I believe that for. As to reclaim our intuitions,、um, the most important healing that need to take place is that is、um, through healing the generational generational traumas and grieving the loss of lives and the sufferings that your ancestor had to go through、um, to. Uh, to allow us to come into being, right? So that we can be birth, right? So that you can be birth and fulfill your soul mission, right? This is the foundation of reclaiming your birthright, your bodily and vibrational wisdom that is your intuition. Right. So, generational healing, and second is cultivating daily, monthly, and seasonal ritual in order to enter the path of healing and being one with nature. You know that that natural flow of life is is abundant with. You being one with nature. Third is cultivating the heart language. Is the language that I use to communicate with the moon. Is the language that I use to com- communicate with the ash tree in my backyard, with the with the two owls that live on one of the two palm trees in my backyard, with the Venus morning star, and on and on and on is the heart language that allows you to deepen your relationship with all beings within the web of spirit. It's it's what allow you to sense the aliveness and animation in the elements and in various material or physical forms and expressions of spirit that come through. Right, the various shapes as stone people, as plant people, as animal people, as human people, and feeling kinship and compassion for both humankind and more than humankind. And fourth, this is the last one for now, for me. Is opening up to the guidances of spirits, right? So once you have that heart language, you have a way to communicate. Then open yourself up to the guidances of spirits on earth and in heaven. We speak. To the spirit in each of its matters and forms on a daily basis, create an intention to be guided by them through your clear feeling, clear sentience, clear feeling in the body. 
through your clear hearing in the inner and outer ears, clear audience, through your clear seeing in the mind eye and the physical eyes, clairvoyance, and through the clear knowing deep in your heart and in your gut, clear cognizance. Some of the spirit guides I am in relationship with, I mentioned earlier the owls, the ash trees, but also, of course, my um, my ancestors in particular, my Taoist and my indigenous ancestors, um, my maternal grandfather and my father who have uh, passed away have been um, catalyst to um, to a lot of insights that I um, experienced in the past couple of years. The moon, the Venus, Mars, Sun, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. These are the specific planets, and planets simply mean those who wanders, those who wanders and evolve. The moon, because I basically feel her in my fluid body all day and all night long. Venus, in particular, Venus Morning Star, whom I have been seeing very clearly in this last um, months or so. And Mars, same in alternation with um, Venus. The sun, of course, I have been sitting out in my backyard under the shade of the ash tree in the afternoon, receiving the strengthening quality of the sunlight within my solar plexus. And Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, who have been in lockdown in Capricorn sign and Jupiter and Saturn in particular because I can see them every evening since the lockdown, since the social constriction basically, since March, but I really have been um, looking up and um, in being in conversation with Jupiter and Saturn since August, every single evening, Pluto is the dark planet, and further away I cannot see, but I can feel. And Pluto is in between Jupiter and Saturn. The chrysanthemum plants in my backyard, my partner, gave to me one chrysanthemum plant last year as my birthday gift. He gave me even a bigger plant this year and I'm still harvesting and enjoying the plant in full blooms. I also have some um, chrysanthemum plants that I planted on my own a couple years ago on the ground in my backyard. My dogs, of course, they always give me heartfelt rituals. And the heart vibration of my partner I have been receiving every evening body massage back massage a short one but a very sweet one every evening for the past month months and you know this is my way of 
recognizing um, the generosity all all around me and knowing that when I ask, I receive. And so giving that particular um, channel of generosity forward, inviting some friends, in my social um, bubble, which I think is really a wonderful way to keep it slow, simple, and small, right? To come to my house, not because I do not like driving, but because I love being grounded at my home right now. I cannot get enough of it right now and because of this love I am able to reduce my carbon footprint way down so that it's just an icing on the cake but it's not because I hate driving (laughs) because I love the sensation of being grounded and rooted at my home so you know I'm inviting these friends to come over so that I can offer body therapy I order a little self-massage a little vibrational energy medicine from my heart so I'm gonna have to keep this week this week's um Moon Wisdom and Meridian Support on October 19th through 25th. Very short and sweet because I have done so much rambling so far on this episode. So this week is the end of the Libra season and on Jupiter day Thursday October 22nd the sun moves into Scorpio at 3:59 p.m. Pacific daytime so if you live elsewhere please adjust your time zone accordingly the as the sun moves from Libra into Scorpio, we are still in the fall season, but we are moving into the middle of the fall season. The fall season also known as the sunset time of year and what a beautiful time it is. And there's a sense of that deepening, you know, like the sunset time of day. There's beautiful deepening of warmth color in the pink, purple, um, orange glow uh, color. So that's kind of the sensation that I feel in my heart, in my energetic body. So we have been having pretty warm days here in California where I live in the Bay Area um, previously. A week ago, we had a nice cool, uh, some nice cool days, a nice cool week, but then that got shifted and and the last week was was pretty warm so i shifted from wearing my handmade crocheted um poncho uh, back to shorts and tank top <laughs> right last week so um yeah it's a beautiful deepening of this kind of warmth and and glow and I hope you are ready to move further into the gift of the fall season this moon day and tomorrow Mars day the waxing crescent moon 
is in Sagittarius. So um, this is the mutable fire element and daytime. This is connect to the 7 to 9 p.m. of the pericardium meridian activation. And pericardium meridian connects to the water element. So the mutable fire of Sagittarius support the water element of the pericardium meridian and um, so I invite you to connect to your heart chakra and the third eye chakra to nourish the theta frequency within yourself and in turn be nourished by the theta frequency, the meditative, insightful, um, left brain fre frequency. Practice deep listening from your heart and from and seeing from your mind, eye from your third eye. It really soften your physical gaze in order to enter that theta frequency within your third eye chakra. So the pericardium meridian is that which um, surrounded the heart organ, the heart meridian, the pericardium, as you run in opposite to and exactly parallel to the heart meridian along the arm. The heart meridian is along the inner and more toward the underarm and the pericardium is along the back of the arm and toward the underarm. Right, connecting all the way into the chest and pericardium is the, is the sac that holds the heart organ in place. Right, so listen deeply through your heart and seeing clearly through your third eye and then reflect through self-inquiry to welcome in the sun in Scorpio on October 22nd and the sun will be in Scorpio all the way to November. 22nd. So embrace the Scorpio energy of transformation. And transformation is simply right, a fancy word for death before rebirth. It means that there is a complete release and let go right, of something that need to die in order for something else to be born. The inquiry that I offer to you is how has your personal philosophy changed and expanded since May 7th. Right. So last May 7th was the new moon in Scorpio. So as we come into the sun in Scorpio, right, we will eventually move into the full moon in the opposite sign of Scorpio, 
which is Taurus. Coming up in the end of November, exactly on November 31st. Also, the Samhuan day, also the Halloween day, we have full moon in Taurus. It's going to be deeply, deeply transformative, deeply powerful because Pluto is power and Mars, the ancient ruler of Scorpio, is also power and powerful. So I made a mistake of declaring last episode that the ancient ruler of um, Scorpio was uh, was um, Jupiter. That was mistakes. Actually, Mars. I mean, if I had my way, I would have Jupiter ruled everybody because Jupiter is joy, is jovial, is um, you know, just so lovely. But that is not reality. And from time to time, we need to go move into. Um, the darkness deeply and to let go of all that we know, all that we have ever known, all that exists within um, an aspect of ourselves that need that needs um, renewal. We need to let go of all of it in order to in in order for that particular aspect to, be reborn anew. So how has your personal philosophy, philosophy, because that's what Sagittarius is all about, the mutable fire of Sagittarius, um, which support the pericardium. It's the pericardium meridian that allow for the heart to be expansive, the heart to keep um drawing the nutrients and the blood uh, into the rest of the body, expanding its heartfelt nourishment into the rest of the body. And that's the function of the pericardium. It's expansive. Sagittarius is expansive. It's about exploring new philosophy. So how, how has your personal philosophy changed and expanded since May 7th? since the last new moon in Scorpio. Then um, the waxing crescent moon will move into Capricorn on Tuesday and will stay there quite a while. She stay on Mars Day tomorrow at 11.44 p.m. all the way in Capricorn all the way to... 3.59 p.m. on Jupiter Day, Thursday. And, oh, I'm sorry. Um, She will actually move into um, Aquarius on uh, Friday, Venus Day, early in the morning at 5.17 a.m. So um, the sun in Scorpio is happening on Thursday, Jupiter day at 3.59 p.m. But the moon still will be in Capricorn then. On Friday, um, the moon will be in Aquarius as the waxing half moon. Right. So on that particular day, please remind yourself, am I? a cup half full or a cup half empty. She stay in Aquarius from Friday all day into Saturn day and into Sunday when she moves 
into Pisces at 2.18 p.m. So I'm not going to go into Pisces because I will go into Pisces next Monday on the next episode. Um, for as the waxing crescent moon in Capricorn happening on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I invite you to connect to the cardinal earth element of Capricorn in order to support the triple burner meridian which connects to the fire element So another mistake I just made is that um, the pericardium meridian is also a fire element. Um, the pericardium meridian is the is the yang of the triple burner, the yin meridians, and they are both fire. Element. So when you you know when you see that the fire element, mutable fire element of Sagittarius, um, is supporting the fire element of of pericardium, um, this is akin to homeopathy, which is um, the similar qualities or the resonant um, support they're similar so it's like vaccination you just take um, a little bit of a substance um, that is going to increase um, another substance the quality of another substance and through that increase it triggers um, a healing uh, process um, now with the with the cardinal fire element supporting the triple burner, cardinal, cardinal earth element of Capricorn supporting the triple burner, the fire element, um, it's more of the allopathic um, support, support, right? which is the opposite uh, decrease or the opposite grounds and, and uh, support there. Um, opposite qualities. So carnal earth, triple burner, disconnects to the time of 9 to 11 p.m., uh, which is during the season, is early winter. And so this is the time that you want to really move inward and downward, connect, connect to the root chakra, connect to the um, the sense of being um, in service to the earth and connecting to the alpha frequency. So the inquiry that I offer is how has your family structure and work structure transformed since May 7th? Um, because family structure, all kinds of structures relate to Capricorn, the fixed earth element. Right? Your family structure, your work structure, how have they been transformed? Scorpio, right? since May 7. Practice grounding through your sense of smell or vibrational healing of the grounding flower essences such as ash tree flower essence or oak uh, flower essence and um, letting go of the day to climb into the night through relaxation and dream to really move into that earth, earthy uh, grounding experience. 
And then um, the moon moves into the Aquarius as a half moon on Friday, connecting to the gallbladder meridian. Um, the Aquarius is the fixed air sign in the gallbladder um, meridian, connects to the wood element, and this is the uh, middle of winter so it's the fixed air and during the day it's 11 p.m to 1 a.m which is when the gallbladder meridian is most active and if that connects to the season then it's midwinter season so it's kind of very dark and it's uh, an invitation um, to further uh, move into your meditative theta frequency and in so um, resonating, vibrating in the theta frequency, you can begin to explore the gamma frequency, the state of flow. Connect to the throat and the crown chakras and practice deep meditation through sound vibration and apply soul support flower essence as vibrational healing and the inquiry for the half moon in aquarius on friday saturday and sunday is how has your community social concerns activism or group collaboration transformed since May 7th. Okay, so community, social concerns, activism, group collaborations, these are all the things that are related to Aquarius. And we are at the end of the episode now. Thank you so much for your kind attention. And I am wishing you to connect deeply, be able to connect deeply to the flow of abundance, to you know, really merge at the end of the beginning of the fall season here, the last few days of it, the sun in Libra, so that you have what you need to really dive into the death, into the transformational process to be rebirth. Remember to go slow, to um, practice simplicity, and to think in small scale. Slow, simple, and small. And trust that you are already in the flow of balance, sympathetic and parasympathetic. You are already in the flow of healing and in the flow of natural abundance until the next moon day. Goodbye, lack on, and all my love. And we are at the end of the episode now. Thank you so much for your kind attention. And I am wishing you to connect deeply, be able to connect deeply to the flow of abundance, to you know, really merge at the end of the beginning of the fall season here, the last few days of it, the sun in Libra, so that you have what you need to really dive into the death, into the transformational process to be rebirth. Remember to go slow, to 
um, practice simplicity and to think in small scale, slow, simple, and small, and trust that you are already in the flow of balance, sympathetic and parasympathetic. You are already in the flow of healing and in the flow of natural abundance until the next moon day. Goodbye, lock on and all my love.